Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Yo. And our special guest of the evening is Avi Buffalo. How's it going? Hey, I'm very happy to be here. Yes, right. we're very happy to have you. Avi Buffalo, um, LA-based. You're LA-based? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm originally from Long Beach, LA County. LA site. Yeah. There we go, there we go. Uh, singer-songwriter, um... You have two albums out right now, uh, mm-hmm. both on Sub Pop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think you mentioned to me that you're working on something. Yeah. Right? I'm just always writing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Trying to just keep doing that, performing yeah. and writing. And you, you yeah. tour around, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I picked up on that a little more late, lately. I've started to do that more. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, tour? like you kind of took mm-hmm. a break or something. Yeah, yeah. I never really... I started out pretty young when I first uh, did my you know, my first record and second record, I didn't really, I had, didn't really have much of an idea at all that, uh, that I would have an option of what touring <laughs> would be. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't really enjoy it initially. And then I, after taking a break and just continuing to make music, I found out how to enjoy the touring part. So I do that lately now. Yeah. What? Oh my God is how young are you? Sorry. I just oh, had to I'm, say that because somebody I'm, said that to me once and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> but, um, 26, but your first album came in like out. a week and a half. Oh, oh really? Okay. Oh, yeah. happy, birth- happy birthday. Birth- maybe two weeks. Yeah. No, but That's no joke. Close. Somebody one time was like, oh my God is what? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I like, love that. you know, right. and then yeah. they were like, how young are you? It's the same. Yeah. How young are both of you? I was like, what the fuck? Shut up. I'm 28. Nice. Good oh age. man, I'm 35. It's mm-hmm. fine. Wow. <laughs> it's fine. You, it's fine. You don't look it. Oh. I, no, I Thank know. You. She definitely doesn't. Um, Anyways, we are here tonight, though, specifically to be talking about uh, this film that we all just watched. My phone just went off, but it's called. <laughs> he forgot the name of the movie. <laughs> I do. I keep forgetting the fucking name of this movie. Beyond the Black Rainbow. It's a 2010 film, uh, sort of th- uh, thriller, sci-fi, a little bit of horror in there. I'd say. Um, and is yeah. <clears throat> written directed by Panos Custom Cosmatos. Cosmatos. I think that's Cosmatos. 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 Well, let me see that spelling. Right Here, look. There check this out. Check that. Check that word out. What do you think that is? What is that's Cosmatos. 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 I think that might be a fake name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing. I could. That right. could be a real name, and I'm just it sounding really be. fucking ignorant. Right could now. be real. Well, it's their but, um, first Cosmatos. film, mm-hmm. and they're working on their second one. So, you know, whatever. I think, but, it's, I, think, I think I would describe it as like a dark, psychedelic cult fantasy fiction. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, look, that's also very accurate. Yeah, It's like, you know, in mm-hmm. its own, you know, its own genre kind of thing. You it kind of is. Like but in the realm of like, a, like, you know, right, yeah. what's it called? Mountain. Magic Mountain. Holy Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that, though, in the second mm-hmm. half. In of the, the realm of. In the second half of the episode, though. Uh, yeah. So stick around for that. But first, we're just going to kind of like chat about some shit like, um. Like ASMR and and uh, you know mm-hmm. touring or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you're here. You, you played a, a show in San Francisco, right? Like a couple nights ago. Yeah, or? yeah. I played at a place called the Convent. Yeah. Convent. How was that? It was really nice. Very nice environment. It's nice to play non-traditional venues. That's one of the most refreshing things for a musician like myself. I enjoy mm-hmm. it a lot, and uh, it was very personal. And it was this uh, ex-nunnery next to a big church where there's a couple different monasteries and nunnery buildings. And uh, Mm -hmm. for a while, this has just been some, I don't know how many years, but uh, it's been 
occupied by artists. So there's like 20 people that live there. I think like I've been there once. Co-op type yeah. of place. It's like a long hallway, and at the end of the hallway <laughs> yeah. is the place. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And Did then, you play in the chapel part of it? Yeah. Or like, okay, because mm-hmm. I know they have shows like in different areas of that place. Oh yeah, they have a cool rooftop and stuff too. That'd yeah. be fun to do shows there too. But yeah, just. To, really nice sounding acoustic mm-hmm. chapel, was it just so. you and the guitar or did you have a, a i just played by myself yeah okay, okay, i cool. did electric guitar and acoustic guitar right on switch between the two nice mm-hmm. and Sweet. sing of course cool man are awesome. you playing like um mostly new stuff or is it just kind of like a mix of all the albums a mix and, okay a mix of the two and then new stuff too and i've just been changing it up within that too a lot just every time i play because i'm playing by myself i just have a lot more freedom to choose different stuff from my repertoire or do covers or try new stuff or yeah mm-hmm. try it un- almost finished stuff too oh so totally that's awesome. just... that is the thing about gotta, playing by yourself you. <laughs> yeah it's fun it's freeing in that way mm-hmm. yeah although <laughs> like it gets that. lonely and then i love playing uh, i was playing guitar with my friend luis gutierrez's band 1988 and we played on the radio last night on mm-hmm. klx and at berkeley and cool. uh, oh right on and it was a seven piece band it was just a lot of fun with three guitarists wow total. so that was really just like oh, it had been like way too long since i've done that that sounds like a party cool uh, how how often are you touring um or are you just kind of like sometimes pretty just sporadically you... still okay. um i haven't done a really long one in a while um i did like a month long one uh like last year wait didn't you just tour with haunted summer yeah. Okay. That was only ten days. Oh, though. okay. What's mm-hmm. up, Dante? That's legit. <laughs> oh, you know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We toured with them as well. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a and I just saw Dante, or we saw Dante because we. Oh, we played with his other band. Yeah. We. Yeah. Oh, the band Paul's Ice Priest. Cream. Right. I mean, Ice Cream. Yes, yeah, the band. Sorry, Ice yeah, they bad. have a yeah. Yeah. Ice Cream. That's right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think I saw some photos of them with ice cream cones or something. Could have been. <laughs> they do that. <laughs> yeah. They probably eat that. I mean, I could only assume that they've had an ice cream or two in their lives. Yeah. You probably suck on that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're <laughs> no, <but> we... <laughs> ice cream, you better know your ice cream. You know what I mean? I like ice cream. Yeah? Yeah. What, what do you like? Oh, my mint, God. Mint chip? Were you chocolate? Uh, Chocolate, preferably. Really? Okay. I just, oh, wow. had, ice cream. I just had ice cream today, and I had a very fun, like, innovative experience with it. Oh, yeah. Too. It's all about your innovative ice cream. I really cream. like, Um. <laughs> well, recently I realized that ice cream with heavy whipping cream poured on top of it is really mm. freaking good yeah it turns into like a magic shell of cream wow. yes but, but you know talk, about, I mean talk about this revolution that you think that you had but no today i was like i had some ice cream left but we didn't have any like heavy whipping cream mm-hmm. but i did see that we had a little bit of whole vitamin d milk in the refrigerator mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't expired yet yeah so i decided to pour that on top of the ice cream mm-hmm. that i had and it mm-hmm. was awesome it turned mm-hmm. in like an ice milk mm-hmm. wow. except you see it was really good an ice milk mm-hmm. okay okay no That's... i swear it makes right. it just like a really good like you eat the ice cream and it's kind of creamy but it's cold and it's just it's a whole different look right so this me. is also known as a milkshake no it's not because it's not shaken up <laughs> okay. it's sort of like an ice cream soup it's like yeah. a milk but it's not quite soup because there's scramble. still lumps in it yeah stuff. it's not melted no yeah. it's really good i guarantee it try it what about milk it. scramble how how would you feel about that word Scr- milk scramble it's like a milk uh, scramble you know what i mean it's like it's like you're getting your scrambled eggs it wasn't like, like exactly milk. scrambled it was more of just like a milk soup okay okay milk soup milk <laughs> or okay. like an ice cream ice soup cream, or something like ice that. cream milk soup uh-huh. but okay. definitely the best thing is with a w- w- fresh or heavy whipping cream it's like basically a magic shell <laughs> magic Guaranteed. shell 
Yeah, you know about magic shell? Like that mm-hmm. chocolate goop. Oh, that it's you like pour this all chocolate stuff that turns hard when you right. put it, it on ice cream. Okay, that's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but this is like it just it's a magic out. shell of cream. Wow. Sounds <laughs> so good. Dairy Queen, you got it's that. So dairy, good. You gave her that dairy queen. It's kinda that like dipped a dairy queen. It's kinda, kinda yeah. like a oh, yeah. it's kinda like a dipped <laughs> but in cream. <laughs> right. Okay. Look, I'm <laughs> Imagine down. cream, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine Cream, you know what I mean? Yeah. The next album. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. Cream. By Dante, are you listening? I mean, come on, you guys. Ice Cream, get with it here. Mm-hmm. There's so many for options. Sure for sure, they could just call it Imagine. <laughs> mm, that's it. Yeah. That's Who's done that, right? That's innovative. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that's, 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 that's a brand. That's a brand new thought right there. Innovations. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen Soup called Imagine. There's a brand really? soup called Imagine Speaking of Ice Cream Soup. Yeah. Do tell. Do tell. What well, do they have? They got like chicken noodles? Tomato or something. I don't know. Probably, <laughs> oh, they just got all the... Yeah. It's a standard kind of It's like of a tomato bisque thing. Uh-huh. Right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Tomato bisque. Mm-hmm. I do that on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> Did Anton just scream the uh, word at us? No? Anton? Am I tripping? I think you're tripping. I'm definitely tripping. <laughs> mm. I thought he was like correcting us or something. <laughs> oh, he could have been, but I don't Sometimes think he did that just now. What have you been up he to? He might Laura? chime in like just oh, yeah. randomly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's our studio audience sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, a live studio audience. <laughs> he yeah, did watch approximately like one third of the movie with us. So uh, yeah. he may have an opinion or three. I kind of sensed that. Well, we'll talk about it later. But I was like, he's not going to make it through this whole movie. Like, I just know he's not. Mm-hmm. I was hearing a sort of like. <sighs> <sighs> heavy breathing. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyways, we'll he's, talk about he's that. On we'll his talk own about tra- he's on his own clock. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he anyway. got us some delicious snacks, which we're now currently no, enjoying. There is some so brie. yummy. There's some uh, chips and salsa. There's some like, carrots. Some ASMR on these carrots right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you want to? <laughs> oh my god, you're really good at that. That was actually yeah. Go, um, Thank you. He really knows Thanks. how to draw out the sound. This mm-hmm. is this is called chips. I've practiced in front of live audiences. Mm. See, I'm not. Yeah. Good. It's pretty good. You just I'm have to be really calm it. while you do it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like patience is the key here. Mm-hmm. It's meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. It's <laughs> good. What was yeah. that? How was that? That was, that 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 was, was dominant. Did you feel soothed by my carrot? Oh, that was good. Was that another carrot? That was just some. Oh, go ahead for us, Avi. It's like two mountains moving in the world. Yeah. <laughs> now that that is two chips being slowly rubbed together on their mm-hmm. little chip bodies. Mm. Mm. Very um, intimate, very intimate. Really yeah. Wow, well, that was very good. Thank you very much for it really worked. indulging us into that. Are you into like horror um, movies or sort of, sort of? Depends. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm what down. sort of horror movies do you get into? Um, I watched. Um, I don't know if it's horror, but I watched the mini series of The Stand by the Stephen King. Oh, series from the nineties. Oh, I haven't recently. It was good. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you oh. see it? Yeah. No, the, but the clown. Oh, it. I didn't see it. Oh, it. I wanted to. That's when a friend prompted me to watch The Stand, and then I saw that. It was yeah. really good. Right it's really political. and. But maybe the original one's better. <laughs> of I didn't stand. see that one either. Of it. it. Oh, yeah. it? Yeah. So you've yeah. seen both It. I've seen It's. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen It's It. I've seen It's It. Do you know about those? Do you know about It's It's? Yeah, do you know about It's It? No. Oh, it's oh, like it's an, ice cream. It's like an ice cream thing. Oh, while you're cool. here, while you're They're here They're like ice cream sandwiches. Mm. Go to any go to any like corner store market, yeah. get yourself an It's It. Truth be told, I don't I don't think much of them. Oh, I mean, come on. Oh, oh. no, no. They're what very are they? I don't get it. What makes them up? It's just an ice cream sandwich. No, come on. Oh, don't sell them short. So it's ice cream, right? Yeah. Variety of flavors. Ice cream in the middle. Two, um, just cookies. Two oatmeal cook. No, two oatmeal cookies. Smashed them together. Yeah. Whole thing dipped in a magic shell chocolate-like substance. Not all of them. 
What do you mean? Yeah, they're always dipped. Oh, I they are. I've had an ice cream sandwich like that, but yeah. I think they were just chocolate chip cookies with ice cream and then dipped in chocolate. Right. That seems better. Similar. similar. Oh yeah, no, it's it half half and half, right? What are you talking about? I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. No, no. The only thing that changes in it's it is the flavor of the ice cream that's in the middle. But they're always oatmeal cookies dipped in chocolate. Mm. San Francisco treat. I'm telling you, San Francisco. No, you want to get a real San Francisco treat? Mm. Rice aroni? No. I'm trying to think. What's the epitome of a San Francisco treat? I mean, they say San Francisco treat for rice aroni, but. Well, I mean, there's. could know for sure. You know, there's the classic Tommy's joint, but I'm just trying to think. What do I always have to have when I come here? Mm. I mean, a burrito in the mission? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's good, of course, but you mean like it's like, like in LA there's certain things that I always have to get when I go down there. Uh-huh, One like of what? them is a Henry's Taco. You know about mm, Henry's Tacos? No. Oh, I just love that place. It's kind of like a white taco. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a Taco Bell style taco, but it's like way better than a Taco Bell taco. I mean, mm, it's just cool. like the best crunchy taco you'd ever had. Yummy. There's something about the meat about it that's just like really legit. Mm. And then uh, Carney's hamburger or Carney's like hot dog or hamburger. You know about Carney's? I've been to Carney's. Wait, actually, it's that no, I haven't train been to Carney's place? yet. Oh, really? Um, it's I was on Sunset. About Barney's Beanery, but I know. About oh, Carney's. Barney's Beanery. I know about that I have place. To try the Carney's there. burger. Okay. Yeah, Barney's Beanery is funny. Oh, it's a fun What's place. What's that about? <laughs> it's like, it's an, old like an old restaurant. Jim <laughs> yeah. Morrison went there. Oh, okay. It's like all you know. They got all kinds of stuff right. like this Jim and that. Jim Morrison went there. It's no big deal. <laughs> Without uh, a shirt. Oh, and then yeah. they like snapped a pic. Did he go there? I didn't know that he went there. I've heard you went there, yeah. Okay. They have around. all kinds of like knickknacks and stuff in there and like yeah. odds and ends and but stuff. But I didn't think, I went there once and I didn't think it was that good. I went there, my mom took me there when I was a little kid. That's but did you my take your shirt off? It. Because maybe that's kind of part of the experience. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't actually know if Jim Morrison took his shirt off. Oh, okay. Dude, okay. Jim Morrison basically that. lived at my house. Nice. Really? <laughs> I mean, like right down the street from it. <laughs> that's cool. That was basically your <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Laurel Canyon. He lived like right behind the Canyon Country store where I worked from ages 15 to 16. Wow. Really? You worked at the Little Cannon Country Store. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Were there these two old men that worked there then? Oh, yeah. What are their names? Tommy and the other guy. And one of them is a David? screenwriter. Oh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, really? David, I don't know. Yeah, one of them told me about a movie he was trying to write once. Oh, really? Maybe <laughs> that's an innovation. I don't know. I briefly lived in Little Canyon. Oh, you did? Surprisingly enough. Yeah. Oh, weird. Whereabouts? Um, it was off of Lookout Mountain and... Um, I went to school right there. Nice. Wonderland. You went to, up, you went to that, yeah. I uh, went to Wonderland. Across the street from where that crazy murder was in the Heck 60s. yeah. Oh, but, whoa. Skyline murders? Or Wonderland, I don't know. Or, I don't know. Or, oh, okay. Whatever Yeah, was, Wonderland. Sure. Yeah, I heard about that. But it was like off Lookout Mountain and... Um, Appian Way. Way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Appian but I was Way. on Sunset Plaza Drive. I know it. I live right off Sunset Plaza Drive. <laughs> so I mean, nice. I grew up right there. Like, basically, you know where Blue Heights Drive is? It goes into mm. Sunset Plaza. Anyway, right over there. Right up in there. Well, <laughs> I was paying basically. like five hundred dollars a month. Really? Yeah, it was. It was absurd. You know who wow. else used to live right there on Appian Way and uh, Jim Morrison? Nah. Sugar Ray. Oh, <laughs> Sugar Ray. Who could forget the classic? Oh, yeah. The legend. The oh, legend. Man. All Sugar kinds Ray. of legends up in there. Wait, uh-huh. let's see. Who else lives up there? Like Mariska the... Hargitay. Who's that again? Uh, the woman from Law and Order SVU. Okay. Oh, I... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I've never seen but, that. Wait. She's up there, I think. She's up there? Yeah. I think Leonardo DiCaprio's dad is up there somewhere, too, on APN Way. Oh, well, uh, Diana Ross used to live <laughs> at a house. Diana? Not Di- Okay, so on Appian Way. No. Yeah. Let me just think. Mm hmm. Oh, you're getting all those celebrities up in there. Let's get Actually, it's, is it Lookout? Yeah, or, oh, no. Lookout just drops. turned into drops. Appian Way, right? It's just stopped it? being Lookout and then it's Appian yeah, Way. So, so on Appian Way, Diana Ross used to live in this one house that has this like big metal gate there. Mm-hmm. And it's like surrounded by stones, kind of. Cool. And then after her, it was, um, you know, Clark. 
Clark Kent. What's Clark his name? Kent, yeah. Mm. Superman himself. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, what's his name? I Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves, oh. yeah, thank you. Cool. Okay. And across from him on Appian Way, total. this is legit, is <laughs> Ice-T. He used oh, to live nice. right there, and I used to pass by him on my way home from school. I didn't mm-hmm. know who he was, but my friend did. And like he yelled out the window while we were driving by him. He was like modeling in front of his house, in front of his car. Sick. He was like doing like a photo shoot. And my yeah. friend was like, that's Ice-T. And he totally got distracted and they had to stop taking his picture and shit. Damn. Wow. You shut that shit down. Was he drinking an iced tea? Hey. No. <laughs> no, but he has like a crazy statue of like a giraffe and stuff. Oh. You know about that? You know what I'm talking about? I remember statues of giraffes. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was Ice-T's house. Wow. Cool. Like <laughs> well, a couple when did different you live animals, there? right? I mean, yeah. Um, no, because he was there for many years. Like this was a long time ago, and those yeah. those animals are still there from when he was there. Oh, okay. So well, I would walk by them there, a lot. I wondered. That's your house. That's yeah. It wasn't that's, 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 that's your house. That's your house. That's where you. That's where I live now. Actually, yeah. Yeah. He's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how I know like about most of these celebrity people is because I used to deliver pizza to them. From oh, Pache. From Pache, which is an amazing <laughs> pizza place. <laughs> you know it too. I love it. If oh you live on Abbey Way, you know pizza. about Pache and it's you know the about pizza? the country store. Thirty bucks for pizza, but it's yeah. so uh, good. Mystic pie. Yeah. Another time I went I went back there to house it at um <clears throat> I'll name drop another one here. Yeah, let's just keep Kevin the name Haskins, the drummer from Bauhaus. Oh yeah. Who a friend knew. <laughs> who I lived know down him the street from Mark Mother's Bar and his Harper daughter Center. is Lola Dompe. Yeah, I've played with her one. Black Black. Oh, actually I've played with Lola, the other daughter. Uh, uh, Diva. No, no, no. I've played with Lola. Diva's black, black. Yeah. Okay. Right. Exactly. Lola's not that black. What mm. did did Lola have a band? Does Lola have? It was this band I had with a friend, uh, Sasami Ashworth, and she put it together really quick. And we were called Princess, and we played one show. Oh wow! <laughs> it was pretty bad, to cool. be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> it was fun. That's funny. Yeah. My little <laughs> brothers were in the same classes as I think Diva. Yeah, they're growing up. They have a beautiful house, and I housed that really? one time there. I think. Just because so my friend wanted me to just take care of their dogs that pooped everywhere and uh-huh. kind of like disappear. <laughs> so the dogs just were shitting everywhere. It was really gross. And there's this giant like Bauhaus sign you could plug in and it would light up. And it was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, and wow. a bunch of creepy art and then a uh-huh. bunch of good records. Mm-hmm. Really good records. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, I ordered Pache because it had been a while since I'd <laughs> been in Laurel Canyon and I just needed. When was to eat it? Pache. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no. maybe you especially with the dogs. Shade. I know. Maybe I delivered to you. No, doubtful. It was like two years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's been I a while. Some, yeah. It's did? been a while. I, um, I think it was some guy. In the famous words of Sugar no, Ray, yeah, there's like, Prius or something. Okay, it might have been Brian. I don't know. Now, what about They're your friend? Uh, what about your friend John? Yeah, John. Uh, John Norrison. No, <laughs> I mean, no, Jim no, Morrison. No, no. John no, Norris. No, no, you Wait, know. John who? Who you delivered to? You know. Oh, John Frusciante. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, my God. Great that was like my dream story. come true. That's so sick. Well, Did he come my, to the door with a guitar? No, but he was basically may as well have. Nice. <laughs> because he He's was, really nice. He was really nice. Like, basically, I met him one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, met him, I met him like stories. three times. Yeah, so yeah. basically, the years. first time was when me and my mom to- were taking my older brother, Brent, to the airport, mm-hmm. seeing him off to go live in England for a year while he was in college. As we were leaving the airport, I see this guy and I'm like, how do I know that guy? I was like, did I like, did he hang out somewhere in the valley or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then as I look closer, I was like, oh my God, that's John Frusciante. And this is me at like the age of maybe 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. And you were and kind I of was, like a mega fan. I was too. like a mega fan yeah. at the time. And I was like, oh my God. And so I went up to him and I was like, are you John Frusciante? And he goes, uh yeah why <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm like a huge fan he's like oh thanks 
weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh my God, this was ended up being a really good trip to the airport, you know? Yeah. And then like maybe five years later, I'm working at Pache as a delivery driver mm-hmm. and I get an order to this house on Mulholland. Or no, like off of Mulholland. Wait, where was that? Based on the somewhere famous off uh, David Mulholland. Lynch somewhere, Yeah, somewhere yeah. off Mulholland. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, a guy at the door. So guy comes to the door totally disheveled i mean it was him yeah <laughs> and it was like it looked like he had been to the other side <laughs> yeah it looked like he had been to the, it totally looked like he was on it looked like he was on the other side and mm-hmm. if you know what i'm saying and yeah. it was like crazy because there was like a kind of i mean i won't say too much but i did see like a white piano in the background mm. and everything was like all white in there and i was like wow that's like what a musician's what a house looks what like and then and then he answered the door and i was like you're john Frusciante, aren't you and he was like yeah why <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm like a total fan of you and i met you one time at the airport and it like totally made my millennium but here we are again i mean i was like yeah i'm like a real fan you know and he's mm-hmm. like oh cool hang on a minute and he goes out into the back room or whatever Hell and yeah. he's like by the way how much is it i was like it's like 80 bucks or whatever and he comes or no it was like 40 bucks he comes back with a giant just ball of cash literally in a Whoa. ball a fucking ball of cash it was like an insane amount of like Sick. ones and fives and tens. And then he's like, this is everything I have. Whoa. <laughs> and he just gave it to me. I was like, oh my God, thank you. And then how much was it? It ended up being like an $80 tip. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Or like crazy. an $81 tip. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. But anyway, that really was really nice. cool. But I delivered to him a couple more times after that. But I tried to like not fan out as hardcore <laughs> yeah. like after that. Sure. <laughs> you still get a tip from him those times? Or? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was great. But I mean... It was just such a trip, you know? Yeah. I mean, this was like, he was already kind of, pat- I feel like, you know, he was older than, you know. Had he been out of the band at one point? Then <laughs> He had been, been out. and Dave Navarro comes in and plays. And yeah, this was after that. Then he came back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, when did when did you, when did you see him? Yeah, uh, tell us about your I went to go trip. see uh, John Cale at Royce Hall at UCLA play Paris 1919. Uh-huh. Because a friend had tickets somehow. And nice. Luckily, threw them my way and. So I went and he was there just in like the lobby and then I was stoked and I went up to him and I said, hey, I just wanted to tell you I really love that album Neander Ladies and Usually Just a T-Shirt. Totally. And then he said, oh, thank you. That was a fun record, (laughs) (laughs) which is such a nice thing to like, what an amazing, like genuine response. It just was. Yeah. Thank you. I had fun making that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Is so it Neander ladies or Neander lads? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. Who does? Lads, no lads, one. Lads, yeah. I said ladies. I don't know. No, I ladies, know. It's yeah. it's funny. It's like no one really knows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Think. And he didn't correct me, but he right. must have. Maybe he likes that it's weird <laughs> that people can't tell. I well, what's the you know what's what the thing about the ending of that word? And that I don't get it. No, it's, it's just says a weird spell. It's like a weird word. Well, we don't know what it means. I don't know that. I don't even know what the title means. Really, what I know, he was just like. He was just like out. strung out, yeah. And he was just using a Tascam or something, a cassette thing, and it's just there's a bunch of untitled songs and yeah. it's just a bunch, just of, a bunch really of crazy like guitar. like heroined out yeah. <laughs> reverse guitar, forward guitar, yeah, totally high pitched, low pitched vocals, yeah, or whatever. It's the like, couple that I've heard were incredible. His solo works that I've heard are amazing. There's more that are like well, you know, quote unquote hi fi or well recorded or something, yeah. but that one's just really raw and beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, there was some other fun fact that I was going to say, but I forgot what it was. Any other music you've been listening to that you've been enjoying a lot lately? New yeah. or old? Or? Yeah. Um, um, what have I been listening to? Well, oh, wait, that new uh, Sufjan Stevens song. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I haven't heard it. 
Um, it's like a B-side release that cool. just came out from nice. the, the Carrie and Lowell. Do you like? It's a pretty nice? album, yeah. I oh, really yeah. love yeah. um, I love that album. Related to that, nice, actually, the latest thing I've been listening to and mm-hmm. loving so much is Angelo De Augustine. Do you know Oh, him? I just played with him the other night. <laughs> Wait, really? Wow, really? Yeah. He's oh, my marvelous. God. He's so such great. a sweet person, too. Oh, my God. I, such I, a good guy. I love his new album. Uh, it's actually on Asthmatic Kitty Records, yeah. which is Sufjan Stevens' uh, mm-hmm. label. Yeah. Um, just got the album like a week ago. And it's like I just have it on repeat. I just love. He's got kind of like an Elliot Smith, totally vibe. Elliot Smith, and um, Nick but, Drake a little too. Yeah. Um, Sweet voice. Yeah, Good even a little Sufjan Stevens of at least definitely Carrie yeah. Mole kind of uh, inspired, you know, um, mm-hmm. or I, just that yeah. similar kind of sound. I played with him a couple of years ago at this giant warehouse filled with crazy artwork and all sorts of like opulent things, fancy looking stuff, and then. Um, where was that in LA? It was in LA somewhere, yeah, in like Highland Park. It was this massive warehouse. It felt like it felt like the Indiana Jones like government warehouse of <laughs> everything like everything fancy ever. But <laughs> I played with him in one of those, and I was like really blown away. And then it wasn't until like a couple weeks ago at the Bootleg Theater, somebody from there asked me to join him for that. Uh, what have you been listening to that I was curious to? Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Oh, um, I've been on actually a pretty severe Rykuder kick lately. Um. Mm-hmm. And I've been pretty excited about that. I found this album called I Flathead. Somebody mm-hmm. showed me a song from it. And it's like this really weird, like performative album, series of albums that he performed as um, a character he made up, I guess, called Cash Buck and the Clowns <laughs> or character and band. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And this song called Drive Like I Never Been Hurt. Uh-huh. It's so good. And then I looked up another song from that album and i found one called my dwarf is getting tired oh yeah i think you were showing me this the other day yeah i might have sent it it's i'm obsessed i was listening to, to it all the it. time yeah mm-hmm. and it, the my dwarf is getting tired is about like the a, a, a mickey mouse guy uh-huh. who uh was you know like a hired mickey mouse costumer um costume person <laughs> costumey i don't know and yeah, he yeah, um yeah, yeah. yeah co- costume yeah costume wear and he died of like heat stroke or something or damn i thought um, you were gonna say it was about like a small penis that just was too limp or something no like yeah that. Right, but there's yeah. just there's, i right guess off. that's probably the it thought just fell straight right on right on yeah that most people have. no yeah it's some it's a disney reference thing oh, so man. it's snow white the rest of dwarfs <laughs> right, thing right, i think right. snow white's and the d- seven dwarves penises <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> all their penises snow white's penis <laughs> dwarf penis snow yeah. white and the dwarf penises <laughs> snow mm-hmm. white's white penis yeah <laughs> That sounds like a beautiful painting, right there. Right, yeah. yeah. Snow White and the dwarf penises. Totally. Mm-hmm. A just snow, like snow, snow White is or just, just like there. a snow white mm-hmm. penis, a penis that's snow white. She could be mm-hmm. holding all the yeah. little dwarf penises in her in her two little hands. Could mm-hmm. be. Could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, anyways, but yeah, those are great. I'll have great to look into songs. that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cooter. <laughs> really good. There we have it. And he worked with he did Buena Vista Social Club, that famous <laughs> album. Uh huh. And I didn't realize he had done like put that thing together help produce it a lot uh-huh but hmm. there's different I records another one called mambo sinuendo a guitarist showed me that's really good guitar and a bunch of different stuff he's got some incredible yeah. work so i'm pretty pumped about Rykuda right now but only f- kind of i mean it doesn't get every fix of course you listen to a lot of music all the time but it's um as a guitarist it's a really it feels like it's been somebody really fun to get into very cool man leo I think, brower i think we should talk about this guitarist. movie though yeah yeah let's get into should it we? um mm-hmm. So Beyond the Black Rainbow, again, 2010 mm. film. Yeah. Uh, written directed by Panos Cosmatos. 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 I'm going to say Cosmatos. Mm. You, Cosmatos, Cosmatos, tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we're going to start the conversation. If you're listening and you have not seen the movie, uh, we'll at first talk without any spoilers so you can keep on listening. And at a certain point, we'll make it clear that we're going to start talking uh, more specific plot details um, about this movie. Did you have anything else to say, by the way, before we move on? No, no, I think we should. All right, sorry. It's about time. Just you checking know? in. It feels like that time. It just feels like that time of... Oh, no, I hear that. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. We're, we're getting, really getting a lot of those references in. What, what, who's that it's band? It's been a while. Oh, I always come forget on. who that is. Creed? Is it Creed? Oh, no. Okay. Wait, Stained? is it? No. Yeah. Nickelback? No, it's Creed. No. Is it's it all not? the same. It's all the same. Wait, are we sure it's not Creed? No, I'm pretty sure it's been a while. Is it Nickelback? I know that. It's been a while. That's Creed. It's been a while. No. They do Arms Wide Open. That's yeah, Creed. Yeah. Well, that that's is different. Creed, but that's yeah. a different song. That's no. a different song. Right. Look it up. Anyways. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, she's literally Googling. It's been a while. <laughs> you're Googling. It's, it's been a while. Oh, my God. He's stained. right. Oh, my it's God. Stained. You're right. Oh, no. You should be ashamed that you know that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to cover that shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's awesome. It's really good. It's really yeah. fucking good. I'm I sure swear. your cover would be just just. It could be fun be with like a sweet voice. One time, me and my brothers all tried to make a song like that. Nice. It's called I Am the Wolf. Mm, I want to hear it. <laughs> it goes I like this. Wolf. It goes, I am the wolf howling at the midnight, baby. Howling <laughs> at the moon. <laughs> it's like that shirt. Have you seen those Amazon shirts? Oh, no, shirts it goes like this. 100,000 million lightning bolts, baby, <laughs> are rocking in my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It's it actually, good. it's good. pretty wow, good, wow, though. Wow. I swear, we, we wanted to like do a, a whole thing where we became like, I mean, we were, it was kind of a joke thing. We, we thought, we thought about like writing this whole song and performing it as like a sibling band on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like on the street. Right, yeah. That's Maybe quite good. a shtick. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing what would happen. Anyway. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Well, moving on. <laughs> Beyond yeah. the Black Rainbow. Avi, why don't we start with you? What did you think of this crazy film? Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it kind of, uh, you know, took me out of the, uh mundane and uh into some you know thinking about things in my life or uh mm-hmm. psychology and um the reagan era i guess <laughs> right yeah it's all supposed to be happening during yeah um, right yeah maybe actually sorry well i thought oh. it was sorry yeah i didn't mean to interrupt it's weird either. it seemed like it spanned across some time periods well it yeah, was there's right. a couple of title cards it was 1986 oh, yeah. and 1966 were the two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oops, um, missed it. 83 and 66. Or? Oh, you might be right. Yeah, right. 83 and 66. Um, maybe. Do you want to briefly? Do you want to briefly like attempt to summarize what you think the setup of this movie is? Um, it's like a psychedelic kind of mind fuck <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. That's like kind of a weird. It's like this girl's. Trapped this girl's trapped somewhere. in some kind of weird experimental sort of like yeah. psychological. Annex, strange, <laughs> and uh, institution, mental type, right. and mental health therapy type of place, or right. it's like somehow Supposed posing it. as that, right? Completely, but it's obviously like some kind of experimental like mm. place that's trying out new techniques or something. Like, are they yeah. giving her drugs or something like that? Mm. There's like drugs involved and really crazy like psychedelic tripped out heroin type type mm-hmm. sequences. Right, yeah. and that's basically it. Right, yeah, without spoiling mm-hmm. anything. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so um, we kind of cut you off though. But no, what, what were your other uh, thoughts about, or any other thoughts about the film in a sort of non-spoiler kind of way? Oh, uh, I didn't really know what to expect at all. I yeah, didn't look into either. it before. I just had a friend recommend it to me, who's a VR artist, so he's into the visual things, and I knew it would be, you know, it was visually interesting and exciting. And oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just still, it's one of those that I probably have to think about it a little more. Definitely. Yeah. But it well, was, we can talk through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. It was, I, you know, 
Oh, sorry. Slow at times, to be honest, but yeah. then it would pick up, and it was kind of the the point. A lot of, a lot of space and a lot of mm-hmm. long sequences, and mm-hmm. yeah, a few things that reminded me of other movies. I guess. Definitely was reminding me of several films. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen The Holy Mountain? Yeah. We just okay. ta- yeah we talked about it. yeah I know we kind of briefly talked about it um, and we actually did it for an episode too but mm-hmm. it had it was uh, remnants of it were kind of reminding me of just that vibe of yeah just a sort of psychedelic uh, thing that's happening in a, a space that is hard to even comprehend mm-hmm. where or what or or when it is you Maybe know just some a sort like... of timeless weird thing yeah. plus of uh, I thought the practical effects in this film were incredible yeah uh, totally loved the um, just designs of everything the yeah. lighting uh the colors the costume designs the makeup considering um, it was apparently very pretty low budget relatively yeah relatively yeah. low budget you said like 1.1 million or something like that That's, i don't know what the average is for what what's the normal for movies these days oh it's like millions yeah <laughs> millions of millions usually i mean like not well for low budget movies i guess that's kind of normal right yeah, yeah. it's like an but, average low budget yeah movie. an average low budget movie <laughs> yeah um but i mean i actually felt like it looked pretty stunning yeah considering its budget um mm-hmm. you know i um i thought the cinematography was beautiful and i thought all the sequences were super inspired visually um mm-hmm. that much i could definitely say and i actually enjoyed the movie overall i would say i liked it um i didn't love it just because i do agree that it just um it wandered a lot around uh, as far as like the even semblance of plot that there was. It was yeah. sort of like dancing around that for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. And um, while I don't mind a movie that doesn't have much of a plot, mm-hmm. uh, I did just, I guess I just wanted a little more to grasp onto, yeah. especially in the beginning. I actually felt like it kind of picked up as things were going on. Yeah. I felt like the latter half, I just felt generally more invested because yeah. le- I was like seeing the characters more and I was like, okay, so he's him and she's her. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a little more of a, somewhat of a structure at least in my head kind of yeah. sorting through it a little bit it seemed to kind of purposefully slow down a little and then kick up again at the end yeah so definitely it, really, it kicked up yeah. like it got kind of dreary at a certain point and they still when you find out about the characters it really doesn't say very much no <laughs> it says no. a little to put together somewhat of what was afoot but mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so, what did you think laura um <clears throat> i mm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was all right, I guess. I, yeah. I did like a lot of, like, I liked a lot of the visual elements and the practical effects, which were not really revealed to us until over halfway through the movie. And so for the first half, I was just like, they're not giving us a plot. They're not, and they're not really giving us very much fun. I felt like there wasn't enough visually for me to latch on to for mm. the first, like, 45 minutes Mm. so I was like you have to give me at least one of those things for me to care (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and it was just a lot of repetition and I'm okay with slow movement of course but I just I guess it was cool like how it had this really filmic look to it so it looked like it was maybe it could have been made in the 1960s at first Mm -hmm. but it was shot knowing that it was yeah Mm. so that's interesting because for that budget I would expect like that that would be a pretty expensive thing to do. It would be expensive decision to make. Yeah. But um But you can do it with that amount. I feel like that's realistic. But what they were doing, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, well, this movie was made in 2010, so I thought like the fact that it took place in 1966 or whatever 
and was made in 2010 that they could just give me a little more than they were giving me like visually you know i just mm. thought oh we're gonna get to like see some crazy stuff because it's like 2010 and <laughs> they can do sh some shit you know yeah but like i felt like they kind of stuck to this format of like not like they were using 60s style special effects <laughs> to yeah. like convey tripped out things when I didn't feel like it was as tripped out as it could have been. Actually, I kind of liked that about well, it, though, yeah. yeah, and that's probably, like, it was definitely an aesthetic decision that yeah. I'm sure that they made intentionally. And I was like, oh, man, like, all you're going to do is shake the camera around to make it yeah. seem trippy. Like, oh. can't you do some cooler shit than that? But then... Well, the set design was incredible, though. No, it was, but it was, like, just not enough for me at first. Uh -huh. mm. But it became enough. Like, okay. I feel like after the second half, then I was like, all right, now we're talking the language here. You <laughs> okay, know what okay. I mean? But it just took a long time to get sure. there. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, I agree with that. feeling, like, a little bored. But I was okay. I mean, I knew I was going to stick with it to the end. But at the same time, I was feeling, like, if this was my movie that I was introducing to people, I'd be like, oh man, I hope people are not like bored right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like just if I was like hyping this movie up as something that I had seen before. But anyway, just because I'm sensitive to that sort of thing. Like, you it know. It almost seemed like it was to me like uh, sort of the type of film that the people making it kind of just had their very specific filmmaker interests and that was what it was maybe kind of about totally i think get the sense of what we thought about the movie if you haven't seen this film uh, now would be the time to tune out um but yeah so what do you guys think in a more specific uh way as far as this uh this movie goes like so the guy basically is he's he's just like truly like a monster type of thing or what um it seems as though <laughs> like is that his spiritual self or something like that or like is that kind of the idea it seems like in the 60s it looks like he's seeking some sort of enlightenment and he meets uh mercurio <laughs> vanderbilt by the way that Arbor was really fucking weird because my last name is mercurio. right i, just, right. Yeah, I just realized that i was, was trip, tripping out yeah, a little bit i've never seen that in a movie before <laughs> yeah so the guy's doing this experiment and he's seems like some sort of like late 60s mid late 60s cult thing where mm -hmm. they're like you know they've Either it's drug-induced or something pre-New Age spiritual awakening. They yeah, put some dropper gives himself in his over. Mouth. Yeah, he says so whatever part is. of or yeah. None, yeah. Wait, 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 what? Too, so the he gives himself over. Right to the older man who's the who runs that. Uh, oh, that older guy who's the heroin addict. Looks like it. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's that's it like seems the master. To be that's when the girl was born too, because we see her as a baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, so, but so, and he was like, and you will be the dawning of a new era and yeah. all that shit. Uh huh. But like the guy who's the ball, the one who takes off the wig eventually yeah. mm -hmm. is like, that's supposed to just be like a symbol of him being a truly like hideous person type of thing. Well, he's or? the girl's father, right? It seems. Was like I wrong it, about that? It seems like he's the father. No, 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 no. The older man is the father actually. Oh, because uh, she kept saying she wants to she see wants her to see father, it. and he's like, right. "You'll see him." One oh, day. you're right, you're right, right. And okay. then he asks about her, and he just says, "Oh, she's doing great, even though she's clearly not." At right, all. And, then and then he gives her that oh, shot. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> the, yeah then <laughs> he does. Hard. Oh, with that weird, like, like hand, that black hand, but then the needle comes out of it, and it's like weird. Well, it's just a normal needle. The needle. Oh, that's, oh no, that's you know what part, part I'm talking about? That's the um. Oh no, he shoots her neck or something like that. Yeah, it gives her like a sort of adrenaline or something after she's oh, killed yeah. the mm -hmm. lady that comes in and takes the picture of her mother. And she has like telekinesis or something like that. Yeah, she's yeah. got she's some got sort some of telekinetic power. power. Yeah, pretty. And sick. it just kind of seems like she's trying to escape. the The last half is like she, while he's out of the office <laughs> Wait, what is yeah so he, what exactly happened to him to make him turn into this weird kind of ghoulish creature he just took a drug and he became in the 60s he like 
he did something that kind of offered himself to these this like weird culty kind of seems like he took a drug and then went into this deep experience either that was like a the drug was him hallucinating into that or it was actually happening it's pretty unclear but it's pretty interpretive i mean i can only say what i think happened but it just Uh seemed like he turned but i mean what was the catalyst for that his character switching into that weird demon guy that he's under the drug maybe well the drug combined with that he was under the spell of this of this you know this guy starting this cult facility pretty much okay you know, going totally, getting totally toasted, and he's popping all these pills too. Yeah, right. all weird and moody and really oh, yeah. heavy, and all sexually obsessed or something too. Right. And then, uh, yeah, well, so seems I think like that's he stops just... taking those pills too, and that's when he sort of decides oh. to like decides to become his true form. Because remember, yeah. but his then why wife, does he I have guess? these blue eyes? And... Well, because he like took out his eyes. Remember that? His actual he, like, eyes. Peeled or... off. He like peeled off his contacts. Oh, with his, those like, tweezers, or, like, those tweezer things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. Some... Contact. What do you think happened in the sixties? With the whole drug thing, or is he? Yeah, is it just a drug, or is it like a whole? Did he actually go underneath this? Well, he got submerged in that thing, but yeah. I, wasn't I think that's really symbolic. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's all symbolic. Too. Seems like it. It's hard to really say what happens in the sixties. Yeah, know? right. Um, <laughs> oh, like yeah, people really transformed into fucking like lizard people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, go right. check Definitely, it out. Definitely for sure. But Sci- yeah, well, it's Scientology. It's all I interrupted you. You're saying something about. Dick Cheney's one of them. Dick Cheney, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but but yeah, basically he leaves the facility for a certain amount of time, and she takes that opportunity to try and escape, and yeah. okay. goes through that whole series of crazy shit, like a zombie-looking thing at one point. Oh yeah, that yeah. makeup was so rad on that. That was so all right. Yeah, yeah. So these are all just different characters in the cult. It just seemed like in the facility there in was the all these yeah. different people that have been admitted. It's yeah. like a mental institution type of oh, that... rehab place or something. Mm-hmm. When they revealed what was inside that red costume thing, that like robot, like yeah, that, that... the sentient. That was cool. Whatever those are, what are the sentient? That was crazy looking. They're though. just like officers or something. They're kind of like are they robots? It looked they... like a weird baby face. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> I actually looked it. like this it. model that I look at on Instagram a lot <laughs> called Ugly Worldwide, mm. and she's like this super trippy looking but super beautiful uh model with like short hair and she's always dying it and like she's always like doing like videos of herself with like congested like inhaling like oh it's new york fashion week and i have a cold and then like inhaling and hearing the snot because she's so beautiful that doesn't matter yeah yeah and like wearing cool like goth kinky stuff all the time yeah yeah and as soon as they took off the mask it was like wow that's her there she is there she yeah is. maybe it was her yeah, that'd be sweet. Oh, Could have been be her. Crazy. Could have been a cameo appearance. It okay. was similar though, like the her like the kind of like cool gothy like yeah. blue lipstick or something like huh. some cool shit like that. The designs I thought yeah. were so rad for all of the kind of creature things that were. Yeah, living there. I thought those yeah. were cool. I too. thought it sort of took oh. a interesting, unexpected comedic and twist when it cut to the uh, to the two dudes just like yeah. chilling at a campfire. And totally, it really became a more like traditional horror movie at that point. Yeah. Wait, where, wait, wait. Oh, that. Yeah, right. Um, that was so random. It was a, oh. at the beginning of that it was like a hard twist i felt like to, yeah from this very slow moving methodical sci-fi kind of timeless the, period kind of thing and then all of a sudden it became like the first scene of a horror movie where you know the, the processing was different too like did you notice how like the look of certain shots was very different from other looks well i guess when they got to the 83 thing then it was like a whole different look but no there were certain shots of that main bald guy you know the main uh-huh. dude yeah you could really see like the pores on his skin, like really, like it was know, super sharp. Yeah, like it got really sharp at certain points, and then other times it was like mega grainy and like not sharp. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to like yeah. shift in the kind of 
style that it was looking like. You know what I mean? Are you talking about in the ending? Not the just ending? in the end. Like throughout the movie, it had shots of him that were like really sharp. You think maybe they could have used different uh, like lenses or something like? Yeah, or I don't know a, what. A movie, I, the one movie yeah. I've scored with a friend or helped score. Um, it's really strange. I don't know if I really liked it as a movie, but it was really beautiful. But mm-hmm. it was called Somewhere Beautiful. Mm-hmm. The figure, mm-hmm. but he shot it. This guy made it between. Traditionally, he's a photographer, so he just had enough money to like make this movie. And he did some of it in Argentina and some of it in L.A. And in L.A., he shot on really like a like a better whatever thirty five millimeter. Yeah, probably. And then in Argentina, he shot on like eight millimeter or something. Mm-hmm. And so there's the graininess, the Argentina part, totally. Mm. And there's the more fine, like clear. Like, stuff. what if they used digital yeah, like, format on some of it? Yeah, that's. Really could I thought that that might have been the case. Like, That'd there were awesome. just a couple shots that seemed like they were way more crispy looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but but not very often. Mm-hmm. Oh. It could have also been lighting or lenses or whatever. I mean, mm. maybe they yeah. just want a particular look for certain sequences. Or yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wonder if you know they were doing that for a reason or something mm-hmm. like that, or I don't mm-hmm. know. For sure. Oh, this whole whatever. thing, like, it seemed you know very intentional yeah right but i mean i guess the point of talking about it is like why yeah <laughs> yeah what was his point what is what was mm-hmm. going on like in the mind of the, the filmmaker for that reason like was it to emphasize the shift to the future was it to emphasize a different state of mind i don't know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well i felt like it had a pretty strong sense of mood and style mm-hmm. the whole time but wasn't there also an element of like pretentiousness to it too Maybe, but I actually felt like a filmmaker's film kind of thing. Well, it just had that like not even filmmaker pretension. It was more like a 60s like, you know, drugged out pretentiousness, sort of a thing or like just like trying to be deep. But actually, it's all just a bunch of bullshit. I might have felt that way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's all just some fucking sleazy people who are like sex crazed and want to have an excuse to like, I don't know, do some drugs or something. But it seems so well put together. (laughs) It seems so like dialed in for that to be the case. You know what I mean? If it was just sort of like a free form hippies trying to make some visually cool shit, I feel like it'd have a lot more flops and misses Mm -hmm. and kind of like visual things that wouldn't really work so well but to me it felt very well put together like well thought out and that, a, that is and culturally relevant to 60s cults and stuff i mean a lot of them are like right that. no they i know just like those yeah right so which I in a sense would work yeah i guess like that yeah it all ties i mean because i always i kind of got that feeling from the mystic mountain <laughs> Or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Also, but at the same time, they totally were intending for that to be the case because I mean. But the Holy Mountain actually feels more silly than this does. No, it is. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, I mean, all just the whole cult like scene and vibe has always been like one to me of kind of just lost pretentiousness and you Mm -hmm. know idiocracy in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's the point. Which the movie seemed to be. Yeah, it seemed to be highlighting that. But I don't know if like this movie. Was it that well put together? I don't know. I guess it was. It didn't blow I me away. Very, I actually, I had thought it really was well put together. It was I, just a bunch of like, it was kind of random in a way, you know? I feel like it really had a style and an intention and it stuck with that so closely through the whole thing. Like it really kept its um, focus on the style that it was clearly going for, which was a, like you said, a sort of throwback guess, to 60s you know, cult film. Yeah, for but sure. That I thought it was make something a good Oh no, I don't think it I don't think it necessarily makes a good movie, but for me it actually worked and I felt like it was mm-hmm. effective in fulfilling its the thing it was going for. Yeah. Um You know what I agree actually. They did a good job with what they were doing, with what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely stayed true to their I guess vision. There wasn't or a whatever. moment in the movie that I was like, Oh, that was that 
very clearly didn't work or didn't right. fit the aesthetic. No, I hear, I hear really that. all kind of... And I, I, I respect that because I know how hard I mean, it is that, to yeah. do that. Yeah, totally. But at the same time, um, it's just like not totally my thing. Sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. absolutely. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But it, I mean, but you know, but yeah, good job for what it was, you know, yeah. for sure. With it that, definitely actually, seems hard. To I totally do. agree. I mean, I, I, I would say it's not, it's you'll know within five minutes of this is going to be for you or not. Mm -hmm. um, and if it but is... But I do like it, weird shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even I'm just about being weird. It is just... But it's a very particular style style that it maintains yeah. the whole time. But, yeah. I mean, at the same time, I would be inclined to watch another movie like this. You know what I mean? Me too. Sure. But, like, I just I'm, don't know if I liked this that much. You know what I mean? I don't I'm know. I'm glad I saw it. I, I didn't love it necessarily, but I really enjoyed watching it. And... I felt like it was just visually inspired and, and interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I agree. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. You know, it I loved it. Little, I loved it. Laura less, loves it. A little no. less of the uh, super 60s, 80s thing yeah. or a little more information behind that could have been more interesting. It could have, yeah. There was, a, there was a part where he had the, um, I'd like to read about it, to be honest, and just see what people think online. Mm -hmm. Usually after seeing something like that, it's fun to just... I don't know if it's cheating, but it's just, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should I guess, probably yeah. wrap up our conversation here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this was a, there. this was I thought pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, thanks, check it out if you're kind of. Oh, definitely. Thanks yeah, for bringing. Thanks to Damon Blaze. Yeah, oh, thanks. All right, to Damon. 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 Yeah. What's up, Damon? Damien, yeah. Hey, Damien. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Damien? Damien. Damien. Yeah, it's with an Ooh. e at the end. Right. He's got that omen. Like omen. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Omen esque. It's, it's I like ominous. It. It's I ominous. like it. Yeah. It's it's whatever. Tis the season. There are other movies that he recommended to me, and I already watched a couple of them. I watched. Under the Skin. I hadn't seen that oh, one. Oh, I love. Oh, I love Under the Skin. It's pretty this sick. This had a sort of and then Under another, the Skin esque kind of a. Anyways, yeah, it did. And then there was another one uh, that was really good. Another the newer Jodorowsky one, The Dance of Reality. And it's oh, it so I want to watch that. Beautiful. Okay. Really like, really inspiring. Yeah. I'd watch that again. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's about his Check childhood. It's about it's about Jodorowsky's actual childhood. Oh, really? It seems to be like slightly autobiographical, but it's also completely like fantasy and stuff too uh -huh. wow yeah huh. yeah um so normally we uh we we end with a song from our guests um yeah yeah uh this has been totally actually just before that this is totally tell me we post new episodes on itunes soundcloud google play and stitcher um if you dig it share with a friend subscribe leave us a rating um and our intro music is by lauren anton yeah. uh but avi that's both of you Yes, well, I mean that's you and, Me and him, him. Yeah. the guy in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, Anton's around. He he yeah. watched like part of the movie. Studio right. audience, right? Yeah, yeah. studio mm -hmm. audience. live studio audience. Uh, but yeah, Avi, um, it would be awesome if you wanted. To, uh, you recommended that you wanted to maybe uh, play us a song, a yeah. live, a live from mm -hmm. the right. studio song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked about playing a song of a recording, and I said, well, why not? You know, we got some microphones right, here, yeah. and we got some guitars. And I will just mention, by the way, the magic that happen. the yeah. first album too. Uh, I highly recommend. Or actually, all your album, both your albums. Fuck yeah, um, cool. But all the right. first album I listened to so much in Thank college. You. It's it's actually Aww. an honor to to have you on the show. Well, today. I'm happy to be here. It's yeah. I'm really really thank thankful and yeah. happy for that. I know. It's sweet. Let's just have Thanksgiving right now. <laughs> yeah, this, the vibe of your house is already very <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Um. So yeah, thanks again for being a part of it. Uh, did you want to say anything about what this song is called or? Where oh, I don't even know what I'm gonna play it. Oh, so, okay. Um. So yeah, but I'll we'll say, say that it'll we'll be. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. talk later. Right. Yeah. We'll cool. We'll yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a blast. Thanks for having me. This is, this has been a blast. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll be right back with Avi Buffalo live in the Weinbach house slash Pat's in her house. Okay, bye. <laughs> Wait, where are you recording? The song I was going to play, I was thinking about doing this one called Eight Afternoons.
Sweet. It's a long one, but I figured, why not? Sick. Thanks. It's it's fun. <laughs>